What's up? Welcome to the No Manga Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the support. Holding my hands up. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R I C K B A T A. Or email the show, no manga podcast at gmail.com. All right. So, very much like in line with, you know, creature skateboards, uh, intruders. I'm going to add this RIP. <coughs> Rest in peace. That was a great show. Anyway, Independent Trucks did their version called So What You Got, featuring Omar Hassan's legendary skateboard collection, as they said it. However, I think it should be titled Legendary Trophy Collection, because if that's a, how many he has, I wonder, it made me wonder, like, how many Tony has? Actually, how many has Tony lost over the years? I mean, didn't Tony lose, like, almost all of his? If I, or did he gave he gave him away, right? And I can't remember. It's, it's one of the two, but I believe I heard him say at one time or the other that over the years he just got, he had so many and they just got lost and they just, he didn't, he couldn't manage them all, so. But yeah, Omar, he's got a pretty uh, hefty collection too, you know. And, and and but either way, I'm a, I'm a sucker for this kind of content, and I don't care which brand it comes from. If it gets released, I will watch it and most likely hype it up on this show. So no pressure, Sam. Yeah, I know. Intruders was great, but I don't know, man. Independence coming on up. But I do have to admit, though, I miss that series. You know, I I I know you're busy doing you know other awesome things enough of that or as omar would say wham no first off though another r.i.p to omar's toyota tundra those of you who've seen it that thing is totaled i mean main thing is though is that of course omar wasn't hurt you know hurt badly i guess it seemed like he wasn't really hurt that much he didn't mention any uh, pain that was inflicted on that you know accident but yeah he wasn't hurt you know that's the main thing with omar though you know he, he gets down but you know he's bouncing right back up. But I was just wondering how attached he is to that car. I think he said he's had it for like since 2010. And the thing, obviously, it looks like it's already been, you know, written off by the insurance company. Or if not, it's probably in the process. And he was probably paid out, paid a, a hefty chunk for that, you know, assuming that, you know, the other parties involved had insurance that didn't run off or whatever. But I mean, unless I was saying unless he's going to repair it. Either way, he didn't even care that it was parked right in front of the street during uh, street sweeping days you see that that was straight up gangsta it's like oh yeah you're gonna clean up this street i'm not moving my truck though you go around it you go around it man punk you know the hell i am clean streets around my cars i'm larry i, I mean i'm omar hassan better recognize but I'm, you know, I'm on a side note, I'm, I'm grateful to have, you know, two sparking, parking spots. Well, technically three. There's one behind our gate that we can make work if need be. But I'm so grateful to have it because uh, that way on every third Wednesday, that's how it is here. I'm not worried about, you know, forgetting to move my car at night or waking up going, oh, no, it's Thursday. There's probably a white ticket on my uh, windshield. You know, that's like 40 to 60 bucks. It never fails. So I'm, uh, you know, I head to work and I'm looking in the rear mirror. So ticket, 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 ticket. All these cars I forgot. Oh, damn. So yeah, hearing those brushes, you know, even if it's in a video like this, hearing those brushes in the street, 
Still gives me a little anxiety. You know, it just happens, you know. Where's my car? Oh, I'm good. But Omar, he didn't even flinch when he saw that street sweeper. That's why I was like, that's how OG this guy is, you know. And maybe he's in a neighborhood that they don't, you know, trip out on those things. But <laughs> on a side note, dude, I can totally imagine him having like 50 tickets just piling up, you know, under the windshield or in his glove box. And he's not even tripping. I was like, whatever, man. You keep ticketing in that thing. It's not moving. So, yeah, RIP to his tundra. Oh, I got a quick question. How many of you of you would have gotten the correct answer or even close to the question he asked at 56 seconds in? What kind of dog do you think that is? I mean, I don't know dogs that well. I mean, unless they're the obvious ones. You're like, you got a collie or you got a, a lab or a pit bull, you know, German shepherd, a husky, you know, stuff like that. But whenever they get mixed like that, I don't know. I don't know, Omar. You're putting me on the spot like that, dude. I mean, I probably would have said, uh, um, it's, uh, it's part Scoob, part, part Black Dog. Is that, is that correct? You know, I've owned cats, you know, most of my adult life, and I, I really don't know the various types of them either. I know them by their name, and I know them by their color. You know, are they thick fur, thin fur? That's, that's all I'm good for. But it sounds like Rhino got it right, dude. And because I heard two yeahs after that, his answer though, so yeah, yeah. So there we go, Rhino. You know your dogs. You know your breeds, dude. You know what kind of dog is that? That's a lot of pressure put on someone that's filming on, on video, dude. Come on. Glad it was the mic wasn't pointed at me. But much like all these other videos that you show off your stuff, it's nice. It was a nice little, we got to treat, a treat to see inside of Omar's house. You know, we got to see some of the photos he had on the wall, you know, some of his coffee table books. You know, he even gave us kind of like a homework assignment to, to read the Thrasher ones. Oh, thr that's your reading, guys. That's your reading. It's got a nice little collection on the inside. And, and, and that's what I love about this content. I'm all for it. You know, it kind of, it brings me back to the days when they had MTV Cribs before... I don't know when it kind of, you know, jumped the shark or just kind of got old. But I know they did, you know, did Hawk's house. They did Sheckler's parents' house. I remember that. That was, Sheckler was so tiny that he was still at home. They did his parents' house. I mean, good times. But that, that it gives me that vibe. And I'm still, I'm here, I'm here for it. But it was about, like, the two-minute mark is when we started to see his trophy collection. Dude's got ones that, like, are from all over the world. All in different shapes, sizes. And great stories for each one. He has recollection recollection of most of the stories too, and probably about 90, 98% of them. You know, I think I think the only there was a, maybe a best trick award that that he won, but he couldn't remember what he did. He's like, I don't know what I did for it, but here's this. But for the most part, he remembered them all, all of his trophies. It's a lot. I mean, well, especially even the one that he beat Tony Hawk with. You know, the contest that actually went down here in San Jose and. I keep thinking, like, how did I miss that one? What was I doing? I know this is pre, like, you know, big-time internet, social media. So just my crew or word of mouth at the time, it didn't get back to me. So I missed I missed seeing history. Damn, I was right there, right there. That would have been so cool to see, like, go down in life, you know, and talk about, like, an, a historic moment. Very cool. And I liked how he talked about the contest that he had with uh, Jeff Kendall, you know, and it's true. You, you didn't really see him place in the top three much. You know, he always ripped. Don't get me wrong. Big time Richard, Ripper had amazing style. 
I always love watching his parts. I never fast forward him. He did a lot of, you know, a lot of videos. You know, we saw from the San Jose warehouse stuff like that. But it was definitely one. He was definitely one that loved to watch skate. And and, and the key thing is in both street and vert. Close. So he kind of gave a nod to me. Yeah, he's all Kendall got second. You know, yeah, it was awesome. And it wasn't until about the 16 minute mark is when he finished up on his trophy collection. Six, 16 minute mark. So that's 14 minutes of trophies. Well, for the most part, I mean, they, there were some cool photos they talked about, a snowboard, uh, what else, a bike, uh, just other random stuff. But for the most part, that it was all trophies, 14 minutes of trophies. I mean, honestly, I, I almost fell asleep it was so long, you know. It's like, damn, Omar, save some trophies for the rest of us, bro. Quote, should we get the boards out? Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah, we should. Who, who asked that question? Was that I think it was Rhino? Now you will have to see them, of course, but his board collection is nothing compared to his trophy collection. Nothing. It's tiny compared to. It. Oh, it's spoiler alert. Like I said at the top, this should be titled Omar Hassan's legendary trophy collection. I mean, dude's been winning longer than most of y'all been alive. That's crazy, huh? That's how awesome this dude is. Like true. Oh, gee. But it makes me think, though, I do want to get one of his original blockhead boards, though. And I, mean, I think it's wall mount worthy. You know, that's a wall mount worthy one to have to display, you know, hashtag, you know, board collection goals. But I did a quick glance on eBay before pressing record. That deck, at least the range that I saw, is about the eh, mid 200 to $300 range. I'm like, all right, and it seems to be about right because I've been looking for the original Grosso toy box that I had, not like the actual board, but the reissue, and that one's going for like three to four. So I think this is my reality. I'm gonna have to spend like a grand just to get two of these boards just to have, you know, my nostalgia fix, you know, fixed. I'll just have to tell my wife, and, you know, she's like, oh, you got a new board, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was it was sixty dollars. <coughs> times five but yeah i don't know we'll we'll see i mean i saw one for 290 dollars and it was signed which is cool though because it was only a number 79 of 100 so omar hassan signed 100 of those bad boys i guess and then at 290 you know i think i could i could justify it then you know like hey babe it's a collector's item it's only gonna go up in value in like 20 years this bad boy could be like two thousand nine hundred dollars or more. But the problem is, too, I might want to skate it, too, because that shape is pretty rad, you know? So I don't know. I, I'll figure it out one day, but I think it was just time. I think it's time. I want to get it on record. It's time to cop an Omar blockhead deck. It's time, Rick. It's time. I mean, that at least start off with a sticker. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. I love... I'm just checking my notes. You're laughing already. I loved how Rhino dumped out of the box. They had a bunch of wheels and stickers, you know. Now, let me ask you this, though, for those who've already seen seen this. Okay, it's at 1745. You want to just you know, fast forward ahead if you haven't seen it yet. When he flashed that pack of stickers and placed them in his hoodie pouch, that that's not a, that's not a legal jack. That's a jack. That's a straight-up jack. Dude straight up jacked Omar in his own garage. Within eyesight. 
And then for the next few minutes, I kept watching. I was watching to see if he'd put him back. You know, kind of like, ah, I'm joking. He has his hands in his, you know, in the pouch for a, a little bit. But it wasn't confirmed until 1848. Look at that. He did indeed have them still. He kept that sticker pack. You can see the outline. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. That was hilarious, Rhino. Got any extra for me? I mean, Omar doesn't need to know while you're at it. What else can you fit in that, that pouch? That was crazy. Josh Kalis is nodding his head going, very impressive, Rhino. Very impressive. His shoe collection was pretty nice, too. It made me laugh because namely his Vans shoe collection. Obviously, he's been skating for Vans forever. But the Circa, what, 2,000 Vans were such a trip. You know, I had some of them. I rocked some of them. They were ginormous. Huge. The tongues, puffy. Way puffy. It's like you could barely get the, you know, the um, shoelaces tied. They're just so puffy. Back then, actually, did we? Because I know Tom Penny did, went like no shoe, I mean, like untied shoelaces for all, so I tried to copy that. But yeah, man. I mean, you could barely see the stripe on those shoes, too. That's, that's the thing, you know. What a crazy stage that we were in back in time. Quote, we were searching, dude. We we're trying. That's what Omar said, you know, regarding what the fake airbag. I don't, do I don't remember, I don't remember the fake airbag attempt. But I was like, good times, man. Good times. Your vans, you know, they're trying it. Now they got, you know, I got rid of uh, my, um, I had some puffy vans. I just, I kept them for the longest time. They're the, the Jeff Rollies. And I'm like, I'm not going to wear these anymore. They're too big, too puffy. But that was funny, though. One thing I did want to point out, though, was very interesting timing. Much like in Ryan Lay's followed when he ha he got a delivery of new balances. I found it very interesting that Omar just happened to get a box of independent trucks while they were filming. Yeah, I'm like scratching my chin here like, hmm, what are the odds? What are the odds? I mean, even Ryan was trying to sell us with it. You know, like, damn, Omar, get in a box. Wink, wink. It's at 2134. You can hear it for yourself. I mean, if you listen close enough, though, you can hear the, the director say, and action. Just as the UPS guy exits his, exits his truck, you can hear it. And action. Cue UPS guy and go. I don't know. It just seems like a huge coincidence, guys. Really? First Ryan, New Balance, now you. I mean, you guys are bringing, looping in the UPS drivers now, too. Making them have to work harder. They were probably trying to deliver it, and they like said, we're not here. Come back tomorrow. Omar's like hiding behind the door. like, don't answer. Don't answer. They have to come back tomorrow. Don't answer. Don't sign for that. Don't. Babe, don't sign for it. I need them to come back tomorrow. It just happens to be perfectly timed with our video, remember? Oh, wait. Did you, oh, did I say that too loud? Did the UPS driver hear? Did they hear us? No, he's looking at right at he, he saw me through the window. I'm not answering the door, though. Okay, good, good. He's driving away. He'll come back tomorrow. Whew. But I guess, you know, like Ryan told me, he's like, that's the thing you don't know about these videos. We're just slanging product. You don't even know it. Still got to get that rake that I talked about. Go back and listen to his episode that I had with him, or the chat I had with him, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we talked about rakes. Ryan knows what's up. He talks about rakes. 
But yeah, he talked about moving product. You know, we just, it's subliminal. Sometimes you don't even get it. Getting the logos in our faces, you know, in our subconscious. This is how it works. It's almost like they, they, they're like, kept selling. I don't know how random that they just show up. I know, crazy, huh? Could have had him and Rhino high five each other at the end, kind of like an 80s freeze frame. Wow, we got product uh, uh, delivery on this video. Yeah. But very smooth, independent, very smooth. I, I mean, I see you. I see you. I mean, they're still the only trucks I ride. You know, I've tried others. Don't get me wrong, I've tried others. I know Slappy's got some good product out there, you guys. I, I've tried. I always go back to Andy's. It just, it's not, a, it doesn't feel right for me. Doesn't feel right. But this was 26 minutes and 54 seconds of time well spent, and I want more. Omar, Rhino, let's have a part two. And I hope Indy continues to do this series. I'll hype it up. Intruders is dead. Intruders RIP, as I said at the top. There is a demographic for it, and it starts with me. I want to see this, please. And I know there are other people that like this stuff as well. I love this stuff. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love traditional skate videos but it's nice to see behind you know the the mirror so to speak behind the curtain see how these guys live see how these gals live oh and omar we have something in common too that's what i always love too i always love to see what we have in omar and i we have a lot in common that's right i mean i was trying to be humble about it and not mention it but now i think about it 2209 is what i put on my notes here you see that sign on the door of his i have that sign too yeah, mine's in our in our bathroom, but but still, you know, it's 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 nice to know we have so much in common, Omar. You know, respect, dude. Yeah, invite me over, man. I won't steal your stickers, at least not while you're looking. But yeah, I'll put the video, uh, the link to the video in the notes below. Check it out if you haven't. And if you're an Omar hater, I'll say, dude, you're just wrong. Starting to heat up again here in California. Woo! Well, at least in the No Manga Studios here. I need to get, that reminds me, I need to get a fan. <clears throat> Something that's not too big. It's going to blow right into the mic and just give you guys like a wind tunnel. But that's for me to figure out. You know, I just wanted to let you know. So, another video that I loved this past week. Wes Kremer lives an analog life slash skate tales. And this, of course, is from Red Bull TV with Matters Apps, you know, as the host. Two names that are fun to say, right? Right? Like Matters Apps and Wes Kremer. And I'm so glad we got to hear him pronounce his last name for us. You know, I, and I swear I said Kremer on a previous episode. It's still hard for me to say that. And everyone thinks it's Kramer, like as in Seinfeld. I mean, even Matters, you know, he got it right, what, three times. And I kept hearing him, did he say Kremer? He did. You know, I'm, I think I'm convinced now. I think it's it's Kremer. No more doubt, you know. So, I mean, that, but that, as I said, there you have it. I mean, straight from the man's mouth. It's Kremer, y'all. But I, I thought I was losing my mind. I'm like, you know. It's kind of like the male version of Nicole Hawes. Everyone says Nicole House. But the, the Bunt guys, they got it. They got it right. Yeah, respect. When you can pronounce it correctly, at least talking to myself, you, you got to try hard. You got to, sometimes you got to dig, you know. But anyway, so back to the video. It was 22 minutes and three seconds of digital 
time well spent. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to pat myself on the back for that one. But I'm so glad that that Wes, he allowed us into his life just kind of, just a little bit. You know, we got to hear about his, you know, WSTE, Big Wednesdays, you know, meet his longtime homie Wayne, who was spitting some beats, dropping some beats and spitting some rhymes there, you know? Dude even threw down an epic late shove for me. Thank you, Wes. <sighs> Thank you. That was epic, man. And I believe if you turn it up loud enough, you can hear him shout out No Mongo on the way down. I was like, No Mongo. And I think so. I mean, maybe not. Probably that's a long shot. But that was awesome. I mean, Wes, he shoved it like after he boned it out too. Like because he went off that little launch ramp. Boom. I'm doing it with my fingers now. You can't see it, but Boom, and he boned it down a little, boned it out a little bit, and then lay shove. So the tail was higher than the nose. Oh, sweet. That's how you do them. That's how you do them. Sheffy had a good one, too, man. I always love Sean Sheffy's late shows. We got to see, you know, Wes's whips. And what do you know? He, too, also has a broken down vehicle that he's holding on to. The parallels are insane. You know, he and Omar, have, they have something in common, you know? That was, that was a trip, though. I was like, what? So I don't know if he's gonna repair that bad boy or is you know he's just he's done with it, he's just keeping it, gonna skate on it. But it was cool, you know, I got to see some of his room. But I guess, you know, when he's in town, he stays at. He says he's been staying since he was at four years old. Same exact room. You know, the parents didn't empty nest on him and kinda turn it into a video game room or a, a reader's uh, den or something. It was so cool that his parents were able to keep it as is, including the picture collection, you know, in his photographs. But it was interesting because around this time when he's talking about his photographs, we finally got to hear Wes talk about the, as he said, the diarrhea, a.k.a. all the peeps with, you know, iPhones taking pictures. Diarrhea is just a fun word to say. Just like matters apps, diarrhea. Just, it's fun. And I was wondering my kids when they were little, and those from the first words they learned, they love saying diarrhea. But right at 12 minutes, 50 seconds, you can see, you can, yeah, literally you can see and hear how bummed he caught. You know, his total mood, attitude, it all changed in an instant. All due to the iPhones, all due to the diarrhea, just straight up diarrhea next to him. Quote, it's more about the memories, just capture the moment. Great point, Wes, I know. Great point, dude. But he got me thinking really thinking around the 15 minute mark and he went very simple but yeah it was deep it was it was impactful to me the the knowledge that he dropped but it was i i guess it was more it was so now inspiring and true that i almost i almost didn't finish the video that's how it hit me i'm like dude what am i doing on this device watching this video that he's on right now telling me that he's done with all this technology he doesn't need it Almost threw my phone against the wall after hearing that. Straight facts. Damn, that was good. At least with a magazine, there's an end. Let me repeat. At least with a magazine, there's an end. I have one right here. Let's, let me see. Which one's this one? Oh, this is the one with Louie in the cover. Louie! But it's true. From Per his knowledge, first page... Last page. Doesn't matter how long you read it. It could take you two hours, three hours. But there's an end. 
And what he said about social media in comparison is so true. I'm like, light bulb moment. You have to hear it. You have to hear it. I can't, I'm not even going to try and go, um, you know, paraphrase. Got to hear it verbatim from his mouth. 15 minute mark, okay? But I guess my only complaint though about this video is that we truly didn't get to see like exactly how Wes, you know, lives his analog life. We got to see, you know, photography wise, but how cool would it have been like to see from sunrise to sundown? You know, how exactly does he do it? Does that flip phone he have like have an alarm on it? If so, is it like a, a snake alarm? Remember that game, snake? How, I mean, how does that work? Or does he just, oh, actually, let me, I'm answering my own question. Does he just wake up when the sun smacks him in the face? That seems like something he would do. He's like, you know what? I don't need a clock. I don't need a clock on my phone, man. The sun, it tells you what it's 8, 17 a.m. I get up. And what does he do for skate content, you know? Is it magazine only? Because skate content, it does have a beginning and end, but you're watching on a digital device. Am I taking this too far? I mean, has he seen Avatar 2 yet? Or does he have like a special 35 millimeter print at his house? I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm spiraling. I need to stop. I mean, these are just crazy questions that pop into my head, you know? Sure, they don't matter. That's what I have to do. I vocalize things on this podcast, you know? But yeah, that was my only drawback. I wanted to see more of this analog life. I do love his taste in food, though, especially for Mexican food. Hell, yeah, that's the food I, I, I keep going back and forth. Like someone's, you know, they ask, well, what's, what's one type of food that if you, you're on a, you know, deserted island and you can only have one type for the rest of your life? I think it'd be Mexican food. I mean, sure, it's all different variations of it, but yeah, burritos, you know. I'd, I'd always get the Cali B. That's what I would get. California burritos are the best burritos on the planet, period. Game over. Thanks for coming. And matters to answer your question for Wes, what makes the California burrito a California burrito? It's the fries. It adds nice texture to it. Don't don't knock it till you try it. Don't even. If you've never had one, I recommend that you you make your way on down here to California stat. If you're in the Bay Area, let me know. We'll go find a good spot. I know a couple good spots to introduce you to. You'll be like telling your wife or significant other, like, I had a burrito with fries in it, and they'll look at you like you're insane. You know, it was the best thing ever. Guarantee you are missing out. So Matters knows what's up. What do you say? He's all bomb. Fries in a burrito. Some may say, "Oh, that sounds gross." It's far from gross, so trust me. Trust at least try it. But it's actually all in how the fries are cooked. I do have to say this. So when you do try them. You know, it depends on the time of the day. You know, make sure they're fresh. They're not soggy. You know, they have to be cooked just right to make it to make it all work in the restaurant. If they know what they're doing, if they are selling them a lot, and if they don't sell them a lot, it's probably because they all they they suck. But either way, after a long night of adult beverages, nothing hits the spot like you know a nice California burrito, or I'm sorry, nice Cali B. I mean, I think I'm a little bit too old to say that, going to the restaurant. Yeah, give me the Cali B and uh, uh, a water, please. And they're like, dude, what are, you, what are you saying, old man? What's your favorite burrito, then, if it's not a Cali B? Because Cali Bs are the best. Great taste, Wes, I know. See, we, we have something in common, too, Wes. Just like Omar and I, we have, yeah, we have a lot in common, dude. 
Damn, now I want one. But either way, you have to check out this video or a worst case, if you're strapped for time, starting around 1937, okay? Just to hear what Wes has to say right there. Pretty much no Fs given. None. I love how confident and like set he is in his ways. It's his way or the highway. They're like, you know what? I mean, literally though, he's willing to die on that hill. And I respect that. Totally respect that. How he does it, that's tough, you know. In this day and age, sponsors want to see content. They want to see you tagged. They want, to, uh, I'm sorry, they want to be tagged in your content. They want to know you're out there hustling. Yeah, we know Wes is doing. We see his product and his results all the time. But if you're like a brand manager, would that, how does that feel to you? Like, damn, you know. It's like, can we just, can we create one for you and just we manage it? I think he wouldn't even allow that. Like, no, no. So it's just very interesting time, though. But I do have to admit, though, this video had me looking up houses on Redfin, though. Yeah, I mean, more specifically, Mission Beach. You know, I've only been to San Diego once. That was about, what, 20, 23 years ago or something? I mean, yeah, a little bit longer than that. I fell in love right away. Fell in love. It's been on my radar for decades. Talked about it with my wife. Yeah, if we ever move or have to move, San Diego's nice. It's comparable to San Jose in far as, as far as price. We'll be, you know... We'll make it work. <laughs> but I think I found the perfect house, though. You guys can look it up right now. It's on 3465. That's a nice ring to it. 3465 Oceanfront Walk Drive. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Get this. It's only listed for $3,295. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's very comparable to, like, the other side of the hill that I want to live on in Santa Cruz, you know, Cliff Drive. I'll take either one. I'll take either one, universe, whatever you want. You know, hey, I'm open. I'm flexible. I'm asking, please. I'm asking nicely. Pretty please with a, you know, cherry on top. But yeah, go look up at that listing. I'll try and include it in the notes below. But yeah, Oceanfront Drive, 3465 Oceanfront Drive. Let's have some parties there, you guys. I'll invite you over. Yeah. I could totally adjust to and like, well, here's what we'll do, though. We'll do big Thursdays down there. I'll have my little uh, blunt steel rail out there. We'll do some slappies on it. Navarrete and West be like, what the hell, man? Like, hey, it's Thursday. You don't own Thursday, dude. Big Wednesdays. We'll call it big-ish Wednesdays. Wednesdays. I mean, big-ish Thursdays. Now I just need to convince the wife, you know. And, of course, come up with, you know, what, $3.3 million. Yeah, no, big, no biggie, right? We could do this. Notice how I'm looping you guys in, like I'm doing some GoFundMe or something. Oh, hell no, Rick. But Mission Beach, you guys, we could be down there. 3465 Oceanfront Walk Drive. That's a mouthful, though. Oceanfront Walk Drive. You say that in front of someone, it's like the record stop show. Oh, you live where? You're down the street from Navarrete? Wes? Anyway. And finally, shout out to fellow skateboarder, podcaster, Curb Junkie, Drew Domkis, as he appeared in Curb Junkie's latest film, Slap and Destroy. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Talk about a perfect name for a, an awesome style of skateboarding that isn't going anywhere. It's only gaining more momentum. And I'm not just hyping up Drew because he is, you know, the first return guest on this show. Yes, an NMP NBD. He's the first guy to come back. And hopefully we get a first gal to come back too. But either way, 
first return guest on this show. That's big time. That's big time. I mean, I'm hyping him up because the dude shreds. And he's just a little bit over 52. Killing it. And he recently got to meet up with Scott Loist, another former guest on the show. Scott, yeah. Oh, my gosh. More claps. And most importantly, though, Scott made the trek from Canada down to Wisconsin. I mean, on the map, it looks like it's simple. as a couple inches on the map. But, no, that's a trek. That's a trek. Freaking awesome, fellas. So, at they're at 24 minutes and 33 seconds. You know, followed, of course, by his co-host and skate pal, Aaron Monty. Get it, guys. Get it. Shout out Skatosis. I'm sure we're going to hear about it. But that was very cool. But I'll put the link to that in the notes below. Just know this bad boy is a little long. 44 minutes, 15 seconds. That's uh, the time to commit. I'm about, what, halfway through? So so plan ahead. But I'm, I kid you not, I'm loving every moment of it. A moment of it. It's so inspiring. And it's, it's made me want to stack clips for the next one. I don't remember hearing about this, so they kind of kept it kind of low-key. Maybe they didn't want to have billions of clips to go through. But who knows? I mean, I, I'll i be out of work officially for the summer, what, in the next two weeks? Let's, uh, let's see what this next, you know, month and a half or two, kind of how it goes. I've got, I've got plenty of boards. That's not an excuse. i got to get out there. No, no pressure, Rick. No pressure. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week.